Hi, and thanks for joining us on the Progress Podcast, where we're having new conversations about abortion. I'm Angie Wesley. I lead an organization called Progress, and our hope with this podcast is that as we take the risk to have honest, non-political discussions about this important issue, that you will be inspired to do the same. So I'm really excited about today. We have a honest, risky discussion going to happen right here. So Denise Stein. Hello. Again. Hi, everybody. She's back with us. I'm back. And um, we just had a workshop yesterday where she's apparently someone told you you could be a comedian. <laughs> I was oh, just shit. being honest about how I feel about the New York subway. I don't think you that... said a couple other things, too. And the room was dying. So I want to see more of that. Oh, do you? All right. All right I'll try to bring it on. <laughs> and we are both Denise and I are so excited to be here with Trey and Jay, who you can find on their web series, either on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And I've seen several like I told you guys and loved them that's why I want to talk with you so we're here with Tracy LaRoche who's an educator and a lover of Jesus mm-hmm. Jesus is your bay. I love bae. it bay all day I love it and Janelle Drysdale Miller mm-hmm. um, who's a minister and freelance TV production most recently on the series God Friended Me I love your water bottle right there yeah <laughs> Shh, I'm not supposed to have it. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. No. It's okay. Stolen from the set, huh? Very, pretty much. Very <laughs> risky it was, it was given to me, and I was told, shh, don't say anything. Oh, I'm like, oh. All right, very okay. risky conversation. Right. Sorry. Risque. Always just staying too much. <laughs> so, um, Tracy, we met last year. You came to the ProGrace workshop, and I don't think we connected much after that. But then, Janelle, we met you. Was that three? Four months ago? Maybe something like that, yeah. yeah. I remember it being hot and humid. Mm -hmm. It's my memory. Um, And you said, oh, yeah, Tracy is so pro-grace. She's all about, like, Mm -hmm. this is how we say things. And you were in a presentation (laughs) we were doing. And I could just tell from that that quick. you can tell when we're talking to people, quickly people who grasp what we're trying to do and say with Mm pro-grace. It's like, okay, we're on the same wavelength with mm-hmm. all this and then so I listened to your web series laughed my way through it you Yay. guys <laughs> that feels so that's good. good that's good that's good thank you that's exciting I was so impressed with your honesty and the way you were talking about this is what people think about Christians and this is what they tell me and yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. a dream started bubbling up in my heart which is a risk because I know Denise and I don't know you that well, yeah. but this dream started bubbling up in my heart. A conversation I would love to have in the abortion conversation mm-hmm. is between Christians who we see the same way theologically. We're on this same wavelength, mm-hmm. and we know there's just this history of racism mm-hmm. in our country mm-hmm. and in our churches, mm-hmm. most horribly. Unfortunately, yeah. and to sit, you two are both. Our listeners can't see you, no, but they can't. Denise, unless you go to the web series. Then you can, yeah, right, 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 right. Then you can yeah. see. Right. Denise yeah. and I are white um of european descent and (laughs) trey and jay are both gorgeous african-american women i wish i had more fullness in my curly hair mine kind of starts to drag down as i get older it gets smaller and smaller okay maybe that's it in 20 years you might look like oh wow who knows i'll fix it that's so funny i'll embrace whatever comes out you know you gotta embrace what comes out and my hair is straight and flat so i have nothing to add to the hair conversation sadly i have a protective styling right now oh what's that that mean meaning my hair is braided underneath and then i have like a 
She has something additional yeah. added. Yeah. Oh, she has yeah. something yeah. added. Extension. Extensions. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then a head wrap. Head wrap. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Stunning yeah. with yeah. these laid edges. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Can yeah. we say where we're from? Yeah. 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 Please yeah. say where you're from. So, Janelle, me, um, or Jay, I am, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, my family is from St. Lucia in the Caribbean oh, wow. and Belize, which is Central oh, yeah. America. Yeah. Um, and so with that combination makes who I am. Yeah. And Tracy has a similar background. So, so I'm Haitian oh. um, and I live in Brooklyn. I love, love, love Brooklyn. Mm. And yes. yeah, that's me as well. So we're well, coming from this context. This, yeah. So we, yes. this Caribbean, we um, Brooklyn. Yeah. Caribbean American. Um, wow. Context. Yeah. So both, both born and raised in Brooklyn? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Very highly influenced. Well, tr- yeah. I would say Tracy Moore. <laughs> I feel like sometimes Tracy was born in Haiti. And really? Then, I yeah. really was she, raised, every, like, legitimately, Asian. yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, of course. And then for me, my family made it very clear that you, like, especially my St. Lucian family, yeah. they, like, you know, you're you're going to know everything about St. Lucia. And, wow. I, and I've been several times, yeah. so it's not like I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Belize mm-hmm. a little different, but it, it really makes a big impact on who I am. Who you are, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. And um, I'm from Peoria, Illinois. Ooh, this is Angie. Mm-hmm. German immigrants, <laughs> mm-hmm. English immigrants, and didn't realize how much racist thought I was raised with mm-hmm. until I went to college, till I kind of yeah. got out of that yeah. Peoria. So, um, yeah, yeah, feel badly like about that. Peoria. Peoria. If it plays in Peoria, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. they used to say. And Denise, you are from? And I'm actually from the... Far south side of Chicago, raised there in the 60s when it was very racially tense. Mm. And Chicago was, and maybe perhaps is today, one of the most segregated cities in in the whole nation. So, um, yeah, so I have a lot of experience and remembrances of what that felt like um, growing up. So, Janelle, you made a statement that I think is appropriate to start our podcast with when you said you were talking about how people had responded to a certain current event and you said, but I'm a Christ follower first. Mm. And then after that come my other identities, where I was raised, what my ethnic descent is. And that's the spirit Mm -hmm. we're having around this table that, and why I kind of have been stalking you guys a little bit to have you have this conversation. We appreciate it. There were just more of you, you know, want to be with other Christ followers that can say, first and foremost, we are sisters in Christ right here. And we feel that. I feel that with you guys. We feel Mm -hmm. that with each other. So then we can have this other difficult conversation because we know we're covered by that and, and can have grace with each other and also honesty with each other. So what we've agreed to do who mm. wants to say what we've agreed to do? Me? Yeah, okay. yeah I think you, you do. do. <laughs> I feel like I've been the talking a lot. Because then we can see if we agree with what we <laughs> she says we've agreed to do. Oh. We've agreed to let each other finish mm. whatever we're saying. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not have a spirit of offense. Yes. yes. And have a spirit of honesty at the same time mm-hmm. and say, yes. 
I'm, I'm sure you didn't intend this. Mm-hmm. That'll be our spirit yeah. we're coming from. I'm sure you didn't intend this. But when you said this, here's the feeling that mm-hmm. rose up in me. Yeah. And to be yes. able to have that conversation for the sake of healing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Absolutely. I think the issue of abortion touches all ethnic groups in America, touches all faith groups in America. And we will be better yeah. if we can have this conversation together than if we're, I, and obviously we'll yeah. contextualize it for our communities. Right. But it shouldn't be an isolating thing. And as Progress moves forward, we want to move forward as a diverse organization of people who say we are first and foremost Christ followers. We want to work with other Christ followers to figure out how can we help and support each other. And I think to do that, we're going to have to say, what are some of the things that make it hard when we Mm -hmm. think about having this abortion conversation with churches from other areas or ethnic uh, backgrounds? What is that that makes us go? Mm. Now you got, because now you got two controversial issues, right? right? Not just one. Very hot, controversial, you know, issues. Yeah. 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 And I just want to add to that, that even though we all know and believe we're first and foremost Christ followers, we have to be honest about the fact that we're all bringing in, because we're human, biases and misunderstandings and and things that we think we know that we really don't. And so... It's okay. Like we get to lay that on the table and say, let's be real and um, yeah. and admit that. Like yeah. I have a background that's going to bring in some stuff that's yeah. wrong. I know it. Right. And, and so if I say it, I want you guys to be able to say, where'd you get that? But as sisters in Christ, we can do that and still be respectful and build relationship and all be the better for it. Mm-hmm. So right. Agreed. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want me to start with a question? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let's with, do it. With telling everybody, I want everybody to hear this. Like I was saying, I'm scared to say something that's going to offend and, and, <laughs> somebody and, in right. this room. And vice versa. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we're just laying that out there. Yeah. And so yeah. we all would be in a conversation. So you guys are so passionate about helping young women. I I picked that up from you guys in, in multiple levels. And this issue of abortion, I know, is important to mm-hmm. you. And I know you both really appreciate the language of progress and this commonality we have. So when you think about coming in to work with a network of other churches who are doing this or, or progress, and you think about, I mean, Denise and I are the founders. We're white. We're not super diverse yet as an organization. What makes you a little nervous about thinking maybe about working with either white churches or churches from other boroughs of New York or, or anything in that, in your unique context that you have such a heart for women in and in this issue? Hmm. is that loaded i don't know i want to say this i this is janelle um i don't have a lot of experience with like uh the the conversation of abortion okay um me personally i've never had one but i've had friends close friends close family even as a high school student went Mm. to the abortion clinic with friends Mm. um so I know like a secondary, I have a secondary experience, which is totally different. Um, so there's that. But of course, I'm, a, you know, I'm African-American. I'm Caribbean African-American, I should say. So I have that full blown first experience. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I worked for an organization, which is majority white okay. for a long time and loved it. But there were some bumps and some bruises because it was majority white and so um, ran. And so there were a lot of things that were 
you know, that was said or not a lot, but there were some things that were said and done uh, that didn't sit well with me. And I had to give a lot of grace because um, some people just didn't know. Right. You know, they were just they just came in with the biases. Um, and then I know I have my biases, too. Well, we all do. <laughs> so I have to keep that in mind yeah. as well. Um, but then also, um, you know, it was it was like a fight to be more diverse. And thankfully, the head of the org was interested and still is. I mean, right now they're currently being very aggressive in di uh, diversifying the organization. But I know that, um, j I'm, and I'm not talking about only abortion, I'm just talking about the whole, the organization yeah. being majority and, and, and uh, white led. There's some things like culture, like for example, yeah, they would say, examples. Janelle, um, what do you think the kids, uh, the kids from, or would, what do you think black kids, they would, would they would want to sit outside to eat? And I'm like, I don't know all black kids. <laughs> mm. um, so little things mm, like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it is, it, so they just didn't know. They yeah. just didn't yeah. know. So there's that. Um, but that affected a lot of decisions that were made that mm -hmm. ultimately affected us. So I am glad. I didn't, for some reason, I didn't know that you two started this. This oh. is beautiful. <laughs> oh. I'm glad that Surprise. The, those you who started this ministry mm -hmm. um what, do you consider this a ministry? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. this ministry is firsthand uh, going after, or well, not going after, but yeah, yeah being very aggressive mm -hmm. with um, making this diverse. Mm. You know, it's very important. Yeah. And so thank you oh, <laughs> for that. Great. And um, yeah, it's going to be a bumpy road, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's you have to you have to get on the road. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Can yeah. you can you share some things that were said that are hard from you? Because I like and, and so like, yeah, saying like what would black kids like in this? That makes you feel like what I don't I, I can't represent the, all black yeah, kids representative or black of yeah. people. Stuff right. like that would happen. Um, it's funny how I, I don't I always focus on this is it sounds really <laughs> like butterflies and trees and birds but I honestly kind of forget sometimes sure. the negative so sure. I can't remember right at this moment but but what I remember thinking was um just interacting with some people who've never really truly had a black friend okay. mm. and how that was very interesting <laughs> yeah. to me and how you know like how did you not not even a black friend but how could, how you how did you never interact like one-on-one -on -one with a black person yeah. or anyone outside of yes. your race before yes and how that affects like everything or for me it was the single thing but in my community it's 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 more there's a lot more single black women at least in my community than there was in the communities that I saw that were more you know there were there weren't a lot of single white women okay so it was hey Janelle are you okay being single and I'm like in my community I have a lot of friends who are single mm -hmm. so I don't feel like my arm is broken or my eye is you know mm -hmm. not working like I felt like they would look at me like something was wrong. I'm, yeah, wow. yeah, you know, and it, and it wasn't be me being black, but in my community, yeah, mm -hmm. that's a normal thing. Right, so, right. So, um, it it wasn't intentional, I don't think, right. but it was just people not being aware and also not being, um, just not being around other races. Yeah, you know, just not having that experience. So, what's that? If I can just keep. Going. Yeah. Sorry. What's that feeling for you then? What's that feeling when it's when you realize you have never been around any other race? Like, what's that feel like to bump into mm. someone? So, I remember um, in college, I had she's still a friend of mine, <laughs> but um, she was from Wisconsin. Okay. And had never met a black person wow. in person. 
Wow. Like, like physically never met. That wasn't never that long ago. Seen, you're not, I'm saying you're Yeah, young. never seen, exactly. never met. Wow. Any of those things. Besides um, television, right? Besides television. <laughs> wow. And so this was a sociology class. Um, hmm. I was probably a sophomore in college. Wow. And uh, my professor put her and I together for a project. And so the project was basically you had to kind of go through the person's like life story and get to know them and so on and so forth. So in the midst of that, um, she started showing me photos from her homecoming. Oh, boy. And I feel like I know this goes. When I saw the photos, I was like, what? wait, wait, why? Why would you guys want to put aluminum foil in your mouth? To have grills. Ooh. Why Why would you think it's okay to put pillows in your sweatpants for a butt? The backside, yeah. Why did you guys think it's okay to put a pillow in your bra to like for bigger breasts? Um, and this tanning lotion, honey, oh that's not just tanning lotion. Like, you, you look several shades darker. Mm. That's not just something regular. And she was like... Well, this was for homecoming, and this was kind of something that we did, and that was startling. Like, wow. it was strange to me because I'm I'm living in this world where I see everybody, but for you to live in a world where you only see you, and then when you are having this conversation with me, and you're like, "Wow, you're so articulate!" Like, wow. wow. And I wow. was like, "Oh, what did you?" Well, were you how assuming did you, how I did you expect yeah. for me to sound too. or yeah. you know oh you don't curse a lot like no I don't Tracy do you rap and I'm no I I really don't you don't want to hear me rap like I that's not mm. you know mm. or you don't play like a sport no you don't want to see me with a basketball like you don't mm. want to see me in those things but mm. your expectation to say that that was your understanding of not only black people, but also black women, like, oh, you're not as aggressive. That was something that she also mm, wow. mentioned. And and at first I was like, this is too difficult. I went to my professor and I was mm, like, I can't switch me. Like, yeah, yeah. I got to get out this group. And, mm. and he was like, no, no, I put you with her for a reason. <laughs> wow. I wow. saw something in you. Meanwhile, this is first semester. So I'm like, how did you see something for me? Yeah. We just started this class. You know what I mean? But, um, I think he recognized that there, and honestly, I was the only black person in my class. Okay. So either way, I was going to have, probably mm. have her as a partner, but he was like, no, you're going to stay with her because there are some things that you have to share that she is in need yeah. of hearing. Right. And it was kind of mind blowing and definitely um, a, a huge shift for her because she's mm. like, I've never... She wanted to touch my arm. She wanted to touch my hair. And mm. I, and I, at first I, I was like so confused by it, but yeah. I wanted her to actually touch my arm and recognize that I'm not changing color. <laughs> um, I wanted her to, <laughs> to touch my hair yeah. and smell my hair. She was like, oh, you use the same, because this was when we were using Garnier. <laughs> so she's <laughs> like, Mm. that smells that smells similar to and I'm like what shampoo do you use and she said Garnier and I was like that's the one that I use yeah. too she was like oh my goodness we have the same shampoo and I'm wow. like yeah wow. so I think at first it was super offensive 
or I, I could have at least not. Yeah, I don't you, think I don't think it was super offensive. I think she just did not know. Yeah, I could have definitely internalized it as offensive. Yeah, but I did want to make sure that with me, she felt safe enough to ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because she felt safe enough to ask, I acquiesced because I was just like, I don't think if you go somewhere else with someone else, yeah, that they might treat you the way yeah, that I would treat be you. Disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Like because they may they may take this moment as disrespect. Right. Absolutely. And I'm not taking this moment as disrespect. Yeah. I'm taking this moment as you like legitimately don't know. Wow. Mm-hmm. You wow. broke you broke her black virginity. I did. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That's exactly but that. it needs to happen what much happened? earlier in <laughs> life than freshman in college. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how do we have a world where right. people I mean, aren't interacting? It's so we're crazy, not but having like, conversations. We not don't even, even know each other. Not even, we don't know each other. I, I remember asking her, I was like, you didn't see one? Like mm, not one, yeah. not one, right? Like, that's why I don't uh, understand. But we also around grew up you? in New York City, right? Where you're seeing that's yeah. true, you know, Chicago, right. Yeah. right? How was it for you, Peoria? Like, there were literally like two or three African American girls in my class. Ooh. So mm-hmm. it was pretty, I would love to pretty talk pretty to them. I would too, because yeah. I actually thought I was a good friend, and now I start having these conversations because yeah. I was like, "You use a curling iron too." I mean, I, I mean, I was younger, but I mean. Yeah. Know. I yeah, didn't know look, either. Friendships, friendships are built on similarities. Commonality. Mm. Yeah. This is so this I is was, similar mm-hmm. for me. Oh, you use that curl and I. Yeah. I use that right. too. Right. You use the same shampoo. Yeah. I use that right. one too. Yeah. Right. Th- that's what it's built on. We're in the same class. Right. You know, it's right. that convenience. You wow. know what I mean? Right. But then, but when my you parents walk away, had made distinctions. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think now I can look back. My parents had made distinctions between my race and other races. Mm -hmm. And I was little. I didn't know how that impacted Mm -hmm. me. So I thought, and this I think is a hard, as a white person, I'll tell you, I thought I was so broad-minded. And didn't realize. And I'm going to be, and I didn't realize until I got older, things that I had heard in my family. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You're not the first person I heard that from. My heart was right, Mm -hmm. but my experience So here's a question I have. Do you see, because wow, what we're describing is a, it's just a huge divide, almost like we look, there There can be this, like you're a different species, right. which is Absolutely. just crazy even yeah. to hear me say that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're describing, which mm-hmm. is, I'm assuming you weren't at a Christian college, just a regular college. Right. So yeah. let's, Predominantly let's, white. Okay. But let's, let's okay. pull this into the Christian world. Is there that same divide, would you say? I, I'm just like, and if there is, boy, we should put that out on the yeah. table and say, A, that's crazy, and B, what can we do about it? Yeah. Absolutely. Unfortunately, that's a, it's the same. I don't, I don't know if it's the same exact divide, but there is the divide. Yeah. Because the organization I was talking about is a Christian organization. Yeah. Um, we know, all of us know that there's, unfortunately, there's the predominantly white churches and there's mm. predominantly black churches. Right. Yeah. There are very little churches that actually have like complete diversity. Yeah. Like, even Brooklyn Tabernacle, the church that I grew up in is diverse, but it's, it's majority black people. Okay. Um, Caribbean actually and CCC as well. So, um, for some reason, like Tracy said, we, we, uh, gravitate and we find friendships with commonality. And if the, if we don't take the time to find out the common ground we have with someone, then it's just mm. easier for me to be with a friend that, I mean, to be yeah. honest, like personally, I only have very few white friends yeah, and right. it's simply because 
I, the ones that I do have friends with are friends with are because of honestly, because of God, because of our ministry background. Yeah, I don't, and I don't do it on purpose and I'm sure money, many white individuals don't do it on purpose, but it's just that common ground. Like, Oh, you look like me. Okay. I feel comfortable around you. you So we have to be more intentional. So yes, the church Mm -hmm. unfortunately is divided. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also a matter of who you have in your, in your kitchen. You know what I mean? Because in your kitchen, at your your table, those are the, those are the real relationships that you have. So if I don't have, you know, like a a friend of mine who is this white woman or this white man in my home, then I'm not sure if I could really say that you're my friend, friend, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I can know you on Instagram and love you, you know, but that doesn't mean, are you in, are you watching the same television I'm watching in my same living room? Yeah. Or am I watching the same or, and also think about it on the, on the flip end. If I'm only coming to your house, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. You need to be coming to my house too. Yeah. And that can be a situation too because it's like, oh, I don't, I know your taste. I don't know if your taste is my taste. Right. I don't want you to get, or maybe I might feel like you might get harassed because if you come to my neighborhood, they're going to be like, oh, well, you why you got money. You know, <laughs> right. like it'll, it'll yeah. automatically be that. Right. Mm. And, and that may not necessarily even be the case, but. Right. I don't ever want you to now look at my community as mm-hmm. the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause now anytime we are in interacting with each other, it's a community. Yeah. Not Tracy anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what that? Yeah. Yeah. But how do we do that? If we're going to churches back to your mm-hmm. point, Janelle, that aren't diverse, yeah. you know, how are we as Christians going to be able to, cause I, I'm, I think I agree with you. It's kind of like in the abortion issue, we started by making friends with one person who was on the other side of where we were, yeah. you know, she was pro-choice and it was all these questions and it's relationship with one person. Yeah. Now I feel like helps me understand where everybody else, not that she can represent all pro-choice people, yeah. but it helps me understand where they're all coming from. I use different language now. I ask different questions. And but she's was, introducing us and we're building relationships with others. Like right. it starts with but one. She's gonna but she's going to be then, the one we're closest to. Yeah. So how, you know, I feel like we need to start an organization like friends across. I mean, seriously, like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be friends if we're fractured in our communities. Absolutely. If and we our stay churches. comfortable where we are. Yeah. 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 We have to be intentional. It takes intentionality. Right. I but think. what you're describing too is we have to push past some fear. Like Absolutely. it's easy to say, let's be intentional. But then if you're saying, well, but if I go into that area, what are they going to think of me? Or, you know, yeah. if I, am I going to be welcome in your home? Can we share our lives? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be okay? What if we don't like all the same things? Or what yeah. if I don't understand what or you're we watching? We accidentally or, offend each yeah, other. Or, yeah. And then you come to mine. Are you going to be comfortable? Are you going to think I'm too this or too that? Like, how do we, how do we break through those fears? Especially like, again, believers first, Right. right. We right. have to be okay with, sorry, we have to be okay with stumbling and bumbling. Like, yeah, you, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, having this like this table right here, yeah. this round table right here, like having that conversation and being and agreeing to be okay. Wait, sorry, not to be okay, but agreeing to, uh, you know, be be open and say, hey, I've, I've, you've met this, what you said right here offended me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to 
um, hold it against you, but I'm going to let you know. Yes. You know, so we're we're both exchanging information and we're learning from each other because yeah. there can be things that I say that offend you as well. Sure, so. right. Yeah. So my brother is, like, I, anytime I think about diversity, I think about my brother because he's, like, the poster child for our um, diverse friend groups. Oh, wow. Um, so my brother is in production, um, and he loves soccer, right? So um, he has, like, this group of friends, and they are all white. They One of them... Um, one of them got a divorce, and so they all went to, like, Canada for the weekend to, like, cheer him up and Aww. watch a game and everything. Awesome. And it's, like, my brother and maybe, like, two other um, black people. And it, it was just really, like, it's really great the way that he can have these people, like, <laughs> like it's a, it's a whole group of them, right? It's It's funny how he can have you over for Thanksgiving or Easter, like, you're in the living room. Yes. He's in your living room, in you're living in his room. living room, yeah. and there's there's no um, pretense yeah. at all. And I think they, they definitely came from a commonality of we all love football, we yeah. all love soccer. And I, I do think that their relationship built from there, being yeah. able to now go and travel together to watch these soccer games together. Mm. Um, and they're like super fans and stuff, but at the same time, we are we know that we are different colors, but that doesn't mean that we're not friends. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? But right. it, there's an openness that is there. Right. Mm. There's a desire and there's a willingness to push past what you look like and see what it is that we have in common. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And based on what we have in common we can build friendship yeah, right. around. We can build our relationship around right. around that. Just as um, Janelle mentioned, like getting into into relationship with people because of the ministry that they were yep. in, in together, right? But outside of that commonality, what are you, yeah. like how, how are you moving the needle? Right. Yeah. And I really so, like what you're saying. I, I think you, you hit something so valid of it has to be, who's in my kitchen yeah. because I think in the church world now that, you know, we're just processing this, we think we're building relationships when we have a meeting in the church or at a coffee shop and we do our thing and we think this is good. And then we both go back to our, <laughs> right. our segregated right, yeah. world, but right. we don't invite each other into each other's kitchens mm -hmm. because that's a little scarier. Like it's okay to, Maybe do this, but then can we ever come over to your house? You I'm know what coming I mean? over. But can I mean, we say that yeah. it's scary? Yeah, yeah. let's I, say it's scary. Say, can I say it's okay. scary? Yeah. That, like you for you to come, come to my Asian house. Would that be like? Would that be scary to you for me to come to your house? It would be scary yeah. for for you to come to my house. Yeah. It would be scary for me to come to your wow. house because I'm like, you know, I remember I have a very close friend who lives um, out in Long Island, and her and her um, her and her wife they're um, Mm -hmm. Like always invite me over and I'm telling you, they have such a diverse group of friends. Yeah. There's like Muslim, you're black, you're, you're white. You mm -hmm. are, they are from both white. Iowa, <laughs> you're from, you know, like yeah. there's so many different people and they just openly have you in their home. Yeah. Now, when she came to my home, I'm like cleaning in a different way. Like now, now. <laughs> 
I, this was a different level of clean, you know, like, okay, I got to get yeah. to the extra corner, you know, the oh, corner, funny. corner, you know, behind that thing that you never move, but behind that yeah. thing that I never move, I'm moving yeah. it today and wow. I'm cleaning that, you know, just because you're like, well, you are so hospitable. I do want to make sure that I'm openly allowing you in. Right. And I know that I, there are certain things that there's, these are prejudices that I have. These yeah. are the biases that I have. Right. That you will now judge my place. Mm. You live in this beautiful home in Long Island. Like, yeah. beautiful home, right? Okay. I have an apartment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I live, yeah. and it's okay. And I love it. I love my home. I love my house. I rent the basement of my family's home. And, like, that is a testament in itself, you know, that my yeah. parents came to this country and mm. bought a home, Yeah, you know, and I bought a home enough that their children can have mm. their spaces yeah. and be able to like, okay, I pay rent to do this. You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah. that's amazing. But then mine doesn't look like yours and yeah. I okay with mine doesn't look like yours. Yeah. Am I okay right. with that? Before you even walk in, am I okay yeah. with that? Right. And that's really where the start comes from when yeah. it comes to inviting you into my kitchen yeah. past the coffee shop. And we have so many great conversations in coffee shops. Yeah. But in my kitchen, are we having the same conversation? Right. Cause that's just a different level of that's trust real. and Intimacy safety. Is, yeah. And like you say, where real friendships happen. That's right? real. Yeah. yeah. And I think I'm always at Tracy's. Um, yeah. And, and I think in the <laughs> white church versus mm -hmm. the African-American church or whatever Latino mm -hmm. we're pretending that we're, you know, that's what I'm hearing you say. We're kind of pretending. I think there's a, like, a, like a middle ground. There's yeah. this middle ground, this like fine line that we haven't decided to plunge yeah. ourselves yeah. all yeah. the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I do believe to some degree or another, it's definitely easier with um, a, a, a Latino or a Latina, hmm. you know, to invite her in really? or invite him in. Okay. It's definitely easier because I, I feel like they're... There's relation there that matches, mm -hmm. you know. There's a relatability okay. yeah. that ma that maybe a similar story in yeah. some ways. Similar or something. Yeah, yeah. Like right. I, I feel like for some at some point or another, you're very clear, and and, and mm -hmm. I resonate very much so with the immigrant story, right? In the sense that you came from this country, your family came from this mm -hmm. country, and you were probably the one that was born in America. Mm -hmm. Or you came, and then they're like, okay, now we're going to live this American lifestyle wow. or what so have you. So that struggle, that sense of, you know, learning a new place, that sense of of putting, putting a, a fork down and saying, all right, and waving this flag like we are here, mm -hmm. you know, there's that. But I'm not sure if you understand that level of... Um, privilege that you may have as a white person in very in, in, in a in a varied sense yeah in comparison to a black person yeah. or a latino person oh yeah so and you know what i i would say we absolutely we don't. don't we, we don't. absolutely don't and and i think we are doing ourselves a disservice and missing out on such a rich opportunity by not being in each other's kitchens so we can learn. And, and so I just love that because it's like, that's the way forward. Mm -hmm. And I would say too, and obviously I don't speak for all white people. <laughs> just like, you know, and we and don't we speak don't for all, speak all white people. Right, right. Just but the ones from Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> but right. I, you know, I am sorry and saddened yeah. that I don't yet get that. Yeah. And so get I what? want that I don't yet get 
all the pieces of this privilege of, oh, yeah. of white privilege mm-hmm. that I don't yet fully understand it. And I try to read, it's interesting. I've been reading books about different things, but talking to you guys. So this goes back to conversation, yeah. talking to you guys, I'm feeling it yeah. on a different level. Really? Yeah. yeah. Cause there's a face to it. Yeah. yeah there's a right. face. There's yeah. Feelings, right. Yeah. And I've been, attached something yeah. And it. I've been mad about injustice and I've been in this conversation, but, um, I have not sat and okay. Okay. It's easy to say, I'll say as a white person to get mad about the injustices toward minorities in this country. It's another thing to sit with, okay, where am I blinded and where am yeah. I part of? The yeah. problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where churches are and working together and we want to, but I think you, cause I was thinking we we're going to come up with some big grand thing we all have to do to work together. And it's so interesting that I think we've hit it. It's just yeah. knowing each other. Right. And that's the harder thing, but also the more simple thing. I yeah. do think that's what's going to move us forward and having the grace for each other. Yeah. And I think that in itself could be a testimony to our communities of how good God is. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If we can come together as believers mm-hmm. enough to give each other the benefit of the doubt and hear each other's stories yeah. and not be offended. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, what an impact we could have on our communities. And Absolutely. I think we're learning this in pro grace as we try to engage in this abortion space and reach across the room, but it's changing a system is really just one relationship yeah at a time because if we can do it together the four of us and then if there's a couple others that can do it and a couple and together people are building relationships and changing that's going to change the system yeah we can't ever go in and say let's just change the system it's not going to happen well and we have to, i don't know as we talk about and we have to be the for i have to be the first person to change yeah. like and that's what we talk about right. in pro grace we look yeah. at the christians first you know and i think we live in a culture where we blame other people and i just love that we can come in the reason is because it's scary to sit here like we said and think what what light's going to be you know shined on myself right so what am I going to say that's going to be stupid yeah stupid I think I'm afraid to say something stupid (laughs) I think we're all afraid to look stupid yeah yeah that's and that but that's that's a human thing right it is human thing that really like governs a lot of what we do and what we say and how we go about our lives right and so it's easier to stay insulated because then we don't have to be afraid that we're going to you know cross over mm-hmm. some line and so so I'd love to close today with you guys if you can think of any just when you think about abortion and talking to other Christians about abortion and how we can help support women facing unintended pregnancy and take the politics out back to that initial question do you want to tell the white church anything mm. you know like hey as you're coming in because I will tell you progress wants to be a movement of mm all churches of, with all ethnic backgrounds. But what do we need to hear as we're still a primarily white mm-hmm. organization and we're still primarily working with white churches? Mm-hmm. What do we need to hear from you that we need to mm-hmm. be mindful of or as we move and um, try to expand this partnership? And if they don't want to tell the whole white church, they can just tell yeah, you us. You can just tell just us. Just tell us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just tell us. Yeah, because so, uh, yeah, it's going to start church. with, and see, here, I go right? to grandiose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry. Back to relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just tell me. Yeah. Um, well, one thing for sure, and this is something that I said when I first went to the training. Okay. Um, I, the 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 woman that I was with, I was like, "Why are we the only two black people?" Mm, here? You said, said that. That's kind of that's yep. that's that mm. doesn't work, right? Mm. Um, mm. 
And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you are both talking about, you know, being the founders. Yeah. You need a third person. Yeah. Like that looks like that looks like me. You know what I mean? Praying for that. And and, um, Mm -hmm. as as I just, you know, just walking into spaces when you're talking about things that are very personal as Mm -hmm. your reproductive system Mm -hmm. and what um, has happened with that. I, I need someone that sounds like me. Yeah. I need someone that gets me. Okay. Um, and just having been a counselor for post-abortion mm. um, groups. Yeah. One of the main things that I've heard women, and, and I'm telling you, each group that I've done has probably only had one or two black women out of about eight. Okay. Wow. Right? So it looks real different. Um behind the door you know what i mean one thing that i recognize is that we're not talking about what she really is is facing yeah she is and whoever she is right yeah. she's facing these ideas about finances she's yeah. facing these ideas like you as a white woman come with already for me before you even open your mouth i'm already thinking about your bank account yeah mm-hmm. So I don't think Mm. you really understand the fact that I'm really struggling financially, that I cannot have this child. Yeah. So you telling me that I should keep this child or you telling Mm. me that there's grace for whatever decision I've made, I can't hear that from you Mm. because I don't think you get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you understand my living situation. Mm. I think that you live in a beautiful home without... Uh, what is it that we always talk about in New York City? The the ro- the ratchet uh, roaches and um, mm. rats and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't think you live in that type of place. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. without mm-hmm. that, or I'm not sure if you understand domestic violence. Right. I don't think you get that. Yeah. In my mind, before you even open your mouth, I believe firmly that you have a cushioned life. Mm. So for you and I to understand the same things, I don't, I don't, I don't really see it that yeah, way. Yeah. And that all of those biases really do exist. Yeah. But all of those biases do shift once we have conversation. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. But Absolutely. if we're not having conversation, then you can't, you cannot penetrate that type of, because urban women in the urban context are forced to be a a rose that grows in in the midst of concrete. Yeah. You are like you are forced mm-hmm. to do so, right? Yeah. You're forced to be beautiful but in the midst of so much hard yeah. and heavy things, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't believe you get that. No. So since I don't believe you get that, I'm not sure if it would translate in front of my congregation mm. of all these people. And there's mm. this this white woman who's doing this presentation yeah. about pro grace, and it's like going wow. through one ear and out the other because yeah. I love you, totally get it. Jesus saves, totally get it. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. All of that, but you don't get me. Yeah. Wow. Well. Well said. Really well said and so true. And I feel like there's some light bulbs going off for me just in terms of I I want to come to your kitchen. You are invited to uh, my kitchen and I won't clean behind the no, tent that I clean. won't clean. Yeah. <laughs> All I want yeah. is Haitian food. Yeah. 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 Oh, I Haitian cook. Food. Oh. Yeah. See, he can come to my kitchen, but 
I don't. I'm so. I'm more Americanized. Nell's not cooking she, right now. Listen, right? Yeah. She's not I cooked the other day. You, you did. Me. <laughs> but also, I don't, you don't really, even have yeah. to cook. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um, one in addition to that, um, it's not a new topic, but it's something that we know more about. Um, women dying. Black women, Amer- mm-hmm. African American women yes. dying in while labor. having children in labor. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, and yes, no. you know the statistics say mm-hmm. it doesn't matter our economic status it doesn't mm. matter our social status um more black women more african-american women are dying having children than any other race like even if even hispanic women were, ha- mm. were were dying at a higher rate um even white women who don't have money we're don't dying at a higher mm. rate so people like serena williams is like the and beyonce we they've they came out with they they came very boldly and said I almost died having my children because mm. for some reason the doctors believe that I can withhold more pain. Yes. Than <gasps> so that it's part. medical treatment. So that's what it yes. is. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, I don't know the details of yeah. it, but I know that was said. Mm. You know, so for some reason we believe that uh, the the world believes that an African American woman or, or just a black has woman higher tolerance has a higher tolerance of pain. I know mm. I don't because oh I, I thankfully I've never had to deal with pain. Mm. So when that day comes, I'm like, Lord, you right. know. So. Right. That's another reason, like, we are scared to have yeah. children, too. Wow. I mean, we still have them, right. but we are scared. And so if, if I was 15 and pregnant. Yeah. That's another layer. <laughs> you know? It's, right. That's another layer that's being added another on to an layer. already. That we would, I would have situation. never in a million years known that or thought of that. It's because a huge, I mean. Again, shows what I'm not exposed right. to on a daily basis right. that yeah. I need to be and it's want to be. It's a huge issue. You know, I. This is a very famous judge, African American judge. Um, her God, her um, daughter-in-law died having her second child, and this is these are people who are have money. Mm-hmm. For some, and she's an athlete. It's not like she wasn't healthy. So this happens in a, on a and, I, and I've watched so many videos and read so many articles to the point that I said, you know, you're scaring yourself. Stop it. Mm. Wow. But it happens. And so that's another another mm. reason why, you know. And, yeah. I, and I mean, I, I've spoken to so many friends about why they get abortions. Most of the time, it's I don't want to be with that guy. Mm-hmm. He, I've even had a friend say he trapped me. Wow. Like, I mean, there's so many different. I can't afford it. Mm. I'm too young. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents will kill me. Like, yeah. there's Ooh, so many different. That one. You know, right. Mm, there's so many part. different yeah. reasons yeah. Yeah. Wow. why, um, you know, he's yeah. not healthy for me. So I don't want him to raise my child. I don't yeah. want to be attached to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. And we have to be able to enter into that. Yeah. Just Absolutely. like we entered yeah. into this. I mean, I'm just thinking it's not an option to not have these conversations. What you just described, and there's many other examples of this, it's a life and death issue. These Sometimes, stereotypes, yeah. these mm-hmm. prejudice, are their life and death. And yeah, so, and they uh, transcend spaces. Yeah. When, it go, when it now comes to the health field, yeah. Yeah. you know, that your right. doctor, I, I had a friend who um, a few weeks ago gave birth, and her husband was freaking out because he was like, she was about to die. Are you like, serious? Legitimately about to die. Like her lips were blue. Like oh what's gosh. happening? Well, and they weren't doing. They weren't responding. because in their mind, she has a higher tolerance. Oh my gosh! Wow. So wow. if she has, if she's complaining to say, "Hey, this hurts," or "Hey, this feels," it's like, well, I'm not sure mm. if you understand. Um, the like it's not that grave yeah. of an issue, and it's like. No, I'm 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 telling you that something is bothering me. Yes. But because I tell you something is They're bothering me, listening. you're not as as quick yeah. to move 
as um, a woman who's in the next, uh, you know, what's that room. thing called? In the next room next to me, who is a white woman who says, uh, hey, I have a pain. Yeah. Okay, well, we are now urgently oh going gosh, towards uh, that. That's oh really God. that's yeah, really what it is. Also, and it's, it's, a, it's a real thing. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I am going to. No, I just uh, want to thank you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. I feel yeah. heavy. I, I know we need to close. I just want to say thank you yeah. to both of you for... <laughs> pretty quickly agreeing to have this conversation <laughs> right. and being who you are and bringing healing. And so yeah. I think, you know, as we talk to Christians, we're always having this conversation about life, God creating all life. And so that's why I wanted to make that connection. Like, mm -hmm. yes, God creates all life and we need to value all life equally. And to think about our prejudices and our stereotypes yeah. leading to death, that's the enemy. Mm -hmm. And God wants to bring mm -hmm. this new solution. So yeah. You guys are young too. I think God has a lot in yeah. store for you in your life. You're gonna right. be like, you'll be having us on your TV show yeah. one day. Oh, honey, that's a let's yeah. speak it. Okay, but I I know for me, just doing this, and we can end with this. It just makes me want to be a learner. Yeah, like I just want to be in your presence and ask you thousands oh. more questions. Same thing yeah. for in us my too. kitchen. In, We're going it, to wherever, <laughs> until I can get to your kitchen. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, there has yeah. to be a coffee shop first. I'm okay with that, but. We have so much to learn, you know, in order to bring in what we have yeah, yeah, yeah. that could really be effective in, in helping. So I want to continue this. And this I hope is not the last conversation, yes, okay? Yes, Can we yes, agree yes, to that? Yes. I just yeah. say thank you for having us. Thank you oh, for yes. the invitation because uh, you didn't have to. Uh, and it's uncomfortable. So yeah. thank you. And yeah, also, so thank good. you for our watching privilege. our show. <laughs> I love your show. You. I love your show. I'm going to start the outro music again. Look, we're so good. We talked all the way through the outro music. Mm -hmm. oh, wow. <laughs> all right. See you later. All right. Bye. Thanks, you guys. That was good. So good. We're okay. still on air, Denise. Bye, everybody. You said the out music was out. Can you redo the mute?